Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of the Pilot's Guide podcast. The first foyer into the next 50 episodes after the big 50th special that just dropped last week. I am joined here by none other than my sister, Emily. Hello. Emily, how are you? I am doing so well. Summertime. Yes, I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. (laughs) So, so we've been meaning to watch a show uh, for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, One Sweet Magnolias, a Netflix original show about a a tiny southern town. Serenity. And you you wanted to watch this, uh, and you have refrained from watching any anything else for for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, but that is that is the show that we're watching today. But before that, um, what's but what's but what's been up? What's been up with you? How has your life been since since the big fifty? Um, life's been pretty good. I went and visited with some of my, like my goddaughter and some of my best friends, um, which is really great. Um, cause they've all been quarantining and I've been socially responsible as well. So Love we it. went there for, I went there for about two weeks and we made lots of cute t-shirts and, um, just like we're doing some reading and educating ourselves on the social issues happening right now. Yes, and absolutely. Tough conversations that were super important as well. Um, which was really nice and we've been just like catching up because we hadn't seen each other since Christmas so I got to see my cute little goddaughter who is the cutest little redhead um, to ever Mm -hmm. exist in my Mm -hmm. humble opinion Um, but yeah I've been doing that I had some of my friends socially distanced in the backyard we've been doing that a lot Um, having some wine nights Um, one of my best friends turns 21 on Saturday so we'll be hanging out outside with a bonfire awesome awesome yeah pretty chill sweet pretty chill well it's good it's good that you say you're getting educated i'm educating myself as well as we're at a very pivotal time in Mm -hmm. our our nation's history and it's important to to keep our ears open and you know as members of the white community be allies to members of the black community um who are struggling through mm-hmm. some stuff that has been boiling over that needs to be addressed so um i'm hopefully trying to do as much as i can yes yeah, help here. it helping out mm-hmm. and um and it's it's good to know that that we are both doing what we can as far as education goes so we will dig into our new episode of pilot's guide uh with this sweet magnolia show a netflix original so um, if you're unfamiliar with the show, it's kind of like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, Hallmark movie meets Gilmore Girls. Absolutely meets Gilmore Girls. Uh, I, we stand, um, me and John's fiance, we stand Gilmore Girls. Yes, yes. Well, I do not stand Gilmore Girls. I don't mind Gilmore Girls, but I've never watched Gilmore Girls. Kristen and Emily, yes, you both, you both are big Gilmore Girls stands. I like the I like the episode where she steals the boat. Well, everyone does. That's, that's I the did only see thing a TikTok about how Logan's the best person that Rory should have ever ended up with. Logan, it's very con- that is. That's the man she steals the boat with. The blonde. Oh, oh. Well, if you have any, if anybody listening has any hot takes about Logan from Gilmore Girls, from oh my gosh, please tweet know, them 10 at me. Ten years ago, tweet them at Emily. 
I have uh, tweet them at Pilot's Guide Pod. Strong opinions I bet you do. on that. All right. Well, let's let's go from the top. We will open up with our first segment, the Kowalski Analysis Report, in which we will talk about the players in the game of Sweet Magnolias, i.e. the characters uh, that are all over the show. And, and this is a, a small town type of situation, so we've got a lot of people to talk about. Um, but I will open up to you, Emily. Why don't we start? Why don't we start with the, who the Sweet Magnolias are, as we know them? Okay. Um, so we have Maddie, Helen, and Dana Sue, um, mm-hmm. and they are. Um, Maddie is a new divorcee. Uh, she's going through the divorce mm-hmm. process with her husband, who is who is a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, and then Bill we the have, doctor. Yeah, Bill the doctor. And then we have Dana Sue, who also um, is recently divorced. Just super interesting, and then is Helen, she recently divorced? Sorry, recently divorced or like separated or something happened with her husband. Oh, I thought he, I thought he died. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think something happened. There's tea that we don't know yet. Tea um, that is yet to be spilled. Yes, tea that is yet to be spilled. And then we have Helen, who we kind of know as this rebel who left the town, went to San Francisco, fell in love, mm-hmm. fell out of love, and then mm. came back to Serenity. So we have those three characters. Um, Mm -hmm. Maddie has three kids. We know them as um, Ty and Mm -hmm. Katie and the middle child. Uh, Kyle. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then we have uh, Dana Sue, who has a daughter that is probably, I would guess, in between ages of Kyle and Ty. Yeah, Um, it feels right. They're like that weird high school, early high school um, yeah. age and then katie who is significantly younger than yeah, all a little of them. girl um and like as john said there's so many characters mm-hmm. throughout the show similar to a gilmore girls in that sense where you have you know it's a small town you have all of these people who have influenced the lives of these sweet magnolia women um and just kind of all come together to support each other very much like a like a traditional um, small town vibe in that sense. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. So another yeah. main character we got here is Jamie Lynn Spears. She's back. As the, the pregnant first... girlfriend. Zoe 101. Zoe 101. Only. The reason Zoe 101 ended is the reason she is on this TV show. And we just love to see it. Um, kind of funny. I don't, I don't know what she's done since Zoe 101, but if this were the first thing... That she did. I know it's, it's not. It's a plot I know it's line. Not. Her name is it, should be Zoe. It would be great. Yeah, because she's pregnant. It's exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Continue the plot line. So so good. Yeah, and then Chase and and Michael and everybody else from the, uh, whatever Zoe their high school is called. Yeah, Zoe, from Pacific the, Coast Academy. Is that what it was called? Yeah, Pacific PCA Coast? baby. PCA. Right. <laughs> right. Zoe 101 had the coolest cell phones. Yes. You can. Uh, you can count on that. You can bank on that. And also the coolest scooters. That's the only thing I remember about Zoe 101. You don't remember the Q-tip girl? No. Oh. Q-tip girl? Yes, with the lisp. Uh, mm, and she was nope. like... <laughs> she was talking like, uh, n- like on purpose. Nope. Like it was her character. I... Mm, you don't remember I, that? I, I, oh. don't, I don't remember that. You'll have to I go back and watch no. that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm due for a Zoe 101 rewatch. Don't Disney know about Plus. that. Here we go. Yikes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But other any other characters that we missed here? Um, I'm trying um, to think. 
Yes, Jamie Lynn Spears' character is Noreen, by the way. We'll be yes. referring to her um, a bit. Um, oh, they also have, all have, like, great, powerful jobs. They're all very powerful women. So I, did, I didn't mention Maddie that. doesn't really well, have a job. Maddie's going to have one. Well, yeah. But yeah. I'll save that. But, like, Helen is a badass lawyer. Oh, she's the best. Oh, my gosh. I literally wrote that. Like, I think Helen is going to be my favorite mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dana Sue is a badass chef. Yes, um, badass chef. Who, like, owns chef. her own restaurant. Yeah. Um, and the three of them kind of just, like, are possibly doing some stuff together mm-hmm. business-wise. Um, so... Yeah. We refer to them as the, the Sweet Magnolias, as the, the show sort of tells us, indicates about their midway through. Yeah. yeah, that was their, that was their clan, their, their little, little yes. friend group. Yes, I uh, always say Steel Magnolias, because that's our mom's, one of our mom's favorite movies, um, is Steel um, Magnolias, which is Steel one Magnolias. of the saddest movies to ever be created. Um, oh, yeah. So I was kept saying that, and then I was like, "No, it's not that sweet magnolias." So. No, it's it's not it's not steel magnolias. It is mm-hmm. sweet magnolias. Um, I I don't I don't think there's anybody too controversial. I mean, or, or anybody that we missed per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are these these little um, townsfolks with their their mom and pop shops that and we are jar. introduced. Yeah, pickle jar, whatever that is. Um, the mayor and his wife are like mm-hmm. a character, but there's nobody. There's nobody that we focus too, too much more on. Other than well, I will. I will include include the um, the chef Brad, who gets fired mm. by Dana Sue uh, for drunken disorderly conduct uh, late at night, even though he was trying to to cook up some big old lamb shank or something like that. Whatever. And, uh, yeah, he was trying. She to found him. And Whatever. then I, I wrote to one of my he's notes said, hurts a man's ego, of course, and he's got to keep the car and stalk her. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. don't stand no. the sous chef Brad. We are Brad's ops Correct. in this moment. Anyway, um, I think that wraps up the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we will learn uh, quite a bit more about them as we go through our summaries, but um, I would like to open it up to you, Em. How... How many minutes would you would you feel comfortable with, or how much time would you feel comfortable with as far as uh, recapping the show on your end? Do you want a minute? Do you want two? I think a minute. All right. Well, why don't you minute. set yourself a timer? Okay. Hold on. And uh, gotta have and my we'll notes dig into ready. it. I I am. Yeah, I gotta have my notes ready too. There were this show sort of dropped you in. Uh, like in the middle of it of all, in media res, yeah. yeah, and and you just sort of had to pick up the pieces mm-hmm. as you learn about these characters, um, but there are a lot of little, seemingly like some plot lines that seem insignificant right now, but I don't think they are, will be right. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know, I I don't know. There's some little, even like some little things that they drop at the end of the episode that you're just like, wait, what? You haven't talked about that at all. Yeah, and now it's just like bang, mm-hmm. okay. Sure, whatever. Okay, but, so I have my timer okay. ready. If you are ready, okay. I will let you go. Okay. Uh, whenever, whenever, you, whenever you're ready to start, just let me know. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. All right. Go so, for it. So, we start with this beautiful opening scene. I love the opening credits so much. They're beautiful. Um, we zoom in on mm. Magnolia Tree, and we see people having a conversation about divorce. Um, 
there's some badass lawyer stuff going on, some horrible mm. man stuff, you know, this, <laughs> what everything that's happening. Um, this beautiful cookie cutter town um, with three mothers, well, two mothers, and one of the and their best friend uh, coming together and kind of raising children together. Very Hallmark movie stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the children are friends with each other, which is super cool in a way that I love. Um, there is we find out about Bill and Noreen, who is um, Maddie's ex-husband and his fiance. Now uh, she is pregnant. I'm assuming that there was some cheating that happened there, and mm. yeah, all of that stuff. And then we have some angsty teens everywhere, um, understandably, oh, yes. as their parents are going through divorce and trials and stuff like that. And then we, oh my gosh, my timer's over. <laughs> wow. Well, how about you? How about you? Get, how about you get a, finish up your thought? Okay. Whatever, whatever. One more point that you want to pin, and okay. then I'll see what I can get. So we have these angsty teens who are trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to live in a small town. Um, that is so close and everyone knows everybody's business. I would say we have, you know, Ty, who's the baseball star, who's very in trouble and angsty. And then, um, the daughter of Dana Sue, who's taking pictures of the town in a bad light. Absolutely. There's some, lots of, like you said, there's lots of little things that happen throughout the plot that are hard to sum up and follow a line because there's so many separate lines. Right. Well, let's see. Let's see what I can clean up. I've got a minute on my clock, and I will go for it now. So yes, Maddie and Bill are having a divorce. Maddie worries that she's going to lose the house that she lives in, and that she's going to have to move her whole family, and the kids will have to start over at a new school. Uh, her youngest son Kyle is going to be Puck in the in the school play Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Ty's a baseball star. He's a pitcher. Uh, Annie, their friend, takes photos of. Uh, Serenity, the town, in a darker light, but Maddie encourages her, because Maddie's an artist, that artists should do what they want to do. Meanwhile, at Dana Sue's restaurant, Brad is a drunk, and she fires him, but Brad is aggressive and might stab her or key her car. Could be bad. Worry about that. Helen, who is a rebel, left town to go to San Francisco to follow love, fell out of love, came back to Serenity. Now, she wants to maybe have a kid and look is looking for a fertility mm-hmm. specialist. But in the end, the three women are going to come together and start a spa, which will presumably be named Sweet Magnolias. And that's my one minute. Wow, that was so much okay. better than mine. Okay, okay, all right. Well, let's, let's focus on some of the other key events that you'd like to expand on. I, I'll, I'll open it up to you. What's, um, what's a particular scene that you were or fond of, or something that you just feel like would be worth talking uh, talking further on? Um, I'm trying to think which part I liked the best. I would love to talk about the relationships in the show mm, that we've okay. seen. Like, um, I know for, like, it was very relatable to me, even though I didn't grow up in the South. Um, mm-hmm. But we do kind of have some small town vibes where um, yeah. I are from. Kind of. Everyone knows each other's business. Um, But (laughs) I love the idea that these three women have been friends for so long and know each other so well. And now that their kids are friends. So I really Mm. love that. I do smell a little bit of possible romance. Oh, between the kids? Between the three of them. Like, as in Annie, who is Dana Sue's daughter. She Uh has eyes for Ty. 
who is okay. the oldest of Maddie's children, but mm-hmm. um, Kyle, who is Maddie's middle son, has mm-hmm. eyes for Annie. Oh, I was thinking so, Kyle has eyes for Lo- uh, for Noreen, Jamie Lynn Spears' no, character. No, I think that well, I think that um, Kyle is going to be the nicest of Maddie's children, um, because Katie's oblivious. She's little. She's young. She doesn't understand what's happening. And Ty is just a really, really angsty teen. Um, but I do yeah. think it'll be interesting to see that relationship between Kyle and Noreen develop because she didn't know what Midsummer's. <laughs> was yeah, she said she said and i quote in the car i've seen one play cats. And i really loved it cats. cats i was like of course it would be cats yeah absolutely i was like i wonder if you saw the bad cgi mm, of cats i hope so um yes i did write that quote down as well i said of course she would mm. be into cats but um i think that noreen is kind of trying to just make her way and she doesn't have any friends so i think that she'll build relationships with people Mm-hmm. Um, you hope that she picks the good people, but we did see that there was this woman who is best friends with the mayor's wife, who we oh, meet yeah, for a second. Peggy. Yes, the Peggy. um, she walks up to her at the church and is really nice, and then we see mm-hmm. that her and Maddie do not get along. So I think mm-hmm. that that will be something that develops over time. There's yeah. just like a lot of hotlines and relationships yeah. and between people mm-hmm. um helen has all of these clients of hers who are working like literally every person in the town she represents. she's the only she's the only lawyer mm-hmm. she's the only mm-hmm. lawyer maddie's the only artist dana sue's the only chef it's like right right like that's how it, that's the vibe um so yeah well i wouldn't say maddie's the only artist i mean her mom is also. oh my gosh her mom we didn't talk about her mom she is so dope i love her so much she's cute she is so cool and adorable and like i just i really liked her i wrote her down Mm, as being mm a great character i think that she'll add some levity and some insight oh yeah which is needed because i think it could be like she's the only person who didn't overact Maybe. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I I totally agree with that point. There was a lot of overacting, which I think is quite, happens quite sometimes bit. in pilot episodes. Like you, yeah. like I know like The Office, which I know you're not a stan, but I'm an Office stan. Mm-hmm. Like the first season of that show is horrible because mm. the people have to get it together. Right. I mean, so the right. streaming platform doesn't usually give the opportunity for shows to change and do that. But I think mm, that mm-hmm. throughout the season, you'll see it get, you know, less. I don't know. I mean, if it if it is as close in spirit to a Hallmark, mm-hmm. then yeah. I, I think the over, overacting might just be a part of how how it is. But people like you know? the Hallmark stuff, so. Oh, I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Well, let's talk about Pickle Jar. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so Pickle Jar is as i understood it uh a an arcade burger bar dave and busters the good dave sure i think that's a great way to put it a dave and busters that is essentially trying to buy out the entirety town. of it <laughs> the entirety of town exactly uh the mayor and his wife who's also his, the his, town planner or something right she she is down she's trying to get this get this burger bar and, mm-hmm. and eat up all the old uh, mom and pop 
shop restaurants, the little pizza ice cream place, the Wharton's hardware that we store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's like such a typical small town scenario in the mm-hmm. south. What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Oh no! We gotta save the save the stores yes. from the big imposing pickle jar of all places. It's called, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I don't know what to what to really feel about that, other than like. I don't think it's gonna happen. Big businesses hands trying to uh trying to strike down on the small. Yeah. Gotta keep the small mighty. And and I think Helen is the perfect character to to flex on them and say, Out of here, pickle jar. I mean, even there we we see the one scene and, and I, I like I like this as far as far as developing Helen mm-hmm. um into into um as cool as she is. When she is having the conversation with the, with the old couple who own this little pizza and, and ice cream place, uh-huh. um, and you know the 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 man is saying, I think we should sell. I mean, we can go travel and and get out of town. And his wife doesn't want to sell. And as soon as Helen sees the offer, yeah, they're lowballing you. Yeah, exactly. They're lowballing you. And she's Don't like, well, this. Pickle Jar doesn't have ice cream. And I'm like, what kind of arcade doesn't sell ice cream? It's the first thing I thought. But. I know. Pretty pretty bad move, Pickle Jar. I don't Dumb. think you're going to get get yourself into this town. No. You can weasel yourself out of here. Mm-hmm. What else? What else would you like to, to hit on, if anything? Why don't, we ta- why don't we talk about the spa and okay. why that's a thing? Yeah. I think, okay, so bringing back our Gilmore Girls references, mm-hmm. I think it should be a B&B mm. because we all know that the Gilmore Girls open a and b I hope that's not a spoiler for anybody. Um, <laughs> Big spoilers. But like at the end, so they've been talking, so kind of the, the girls, Dana Sue and Helen, like mm-hmm. have this proposition for Maddie to kind of start a new chapter in her life, something that I totally get where they're coming from. They want to help her out of like the dark times that she's in with this divorce and the pregnant girlfriend and her kids being angsty and all of these things. And Mm -hmm. they want to give her this opportunity to have a job and to work because what I'm assuming is she kind of basically put her life on hold for this man, for him to go to medical school, which they reference a few times and for him to do all of these stuff, all of these things and doesn't have anything of her own, which is like very common in these like female empowerment style television, like, Mm-hmm. friends you know best friend stuff so right, right, right. their idea is to open up this spa run by maddie maddie would be the boss of the spa mm-hmm. um you know helen would deal with the paperwork and all that stuff dana sue i'm sure would pick out like great food all right. that so then at the end of the episode we see a zoom out of this like big house that's mm-hmm. owned by this family, and they reference, like, asking the family if it was okay to buy. Well, I which, thought he- Helen bought it, I thought. Yeah, Helen bought it, but they were, mm-hmm. uh, Maddie's like, did you ask? Which I thought mm-hmm. was, like, a weird thing. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but besides that, um, and it's, like, this huge house with, like, four columns, very southern, all oh, white. Pretty. It was beautiful, but mm-hmm. I just got B&B vibes. Like, I yeah, was like, no, this should I, be a B&B. It's too big to just be a spa. I'm like, what small town needs a spa? this big <laughs> true and the town true. is already called serenity which is the name of a spa uh, well yeah if that's, i've that's ever true. heard i really hate the name sorry no. I, can't, I can't get over the name of the town it's like let's pick let's pick the most soothing word 
we could like they could have called it like peace right i I wouldn't have been surprised like yeah it just i hate it i hate that it's called serenity um, yeah, I, like they, they couldn't have just called it the the city. So I, I looked it up. They re- they recorded the show in Covington, Georgia. I wish they were just like Covington. It's just Covington, like done. Because like, that sounds southern. To, like Serenity does not sound like a southern it's not, yeah, town. Yeah, so cheesy. It's so me. hammy. But they also like really play on the southern part. Like there's a one quote that said that I wrote down because it was um, mm-hmm. funny to me. It says, oh, "Where is it? Something about." Oh, how in the devil did I get to this place? Oh my god. I was like, Ugh. I gagged there, a little. The the quotes were just like there was some quotes like that. No one speaks like this. I don't <laughs> I, really I don't, don't believe, believe it. No one I, I don't really don't think anyone actually speaks like this unironically. It's funny. I actually I have that quote in all caps <laughs> followed by in red the word hate. Because it, feel, it feels so happy. out of place and overacted in that moment. Oh, and God. I was just like, uh, it was like the vine of the kid that, hurt, like, that says, like, oh, that hurt like a butt cheek on a stick, <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is fake. This is not This is not real. People don't talk Jeez. like this. No, these 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 Southern Bells trying to talk These girls from different. L.A. <laughs> these right, three L.A. Right. actresses trying that to. That they dropped in there. Trying to show that they can play a southern woman. And three different southern know. women. Yeah. Three different <laughs> types of people. I yeah. don't know. Uh, writing does not go too far for me, but we have yet to, to talk about that. But other than, other than those things, I mean, I think that lays out everything pretty nicely. I, I mean, I'm trying Annie, to who, my notes. Annie, who the heck knows? She's, she's, becoming a big instagram following all 23 of her instagram followers <laughs> right she's she's trying to flex on them with pictures of possums that's cool yeah that's... i don't know the whole dana sue plot line with brad after she fired him mm. for trying to cook meat while drunk yeah i don't know what's gonna happen in the with parking that. lot maybe well you assume it's him right yeah like you think yeah yeah um, when when she's throwing out the trash dana sue goes down and finds her car is slashed on the side and sees a hooded yes. figure. When he we was when we first learned about his plotline, I wrote down in my notes somewhere. I said, "Men who think they are better than they are, ew," mm-hmm. um, because he thought he was like this great chef. Yeah, he could do anything. Yeah. Um, it's funny because there's a there's a plotline at the beginning, uh, like who stole the alcohol from the locked cabinet, and, and then you meet this drunk man. Well, yeah, but it, but even before that, Dana Sue Dana Sue addresses everybody in the in the restaurant and says, "Look, if you if you come out and you you give it back, I'm I'm going to absolve you of everything. But if you ho- wait till the next day, mm-hmm. you're going to have hell to pay." And then he immediately echoes Brad immediately echoes like, "We can't do this, guys." And I'm like, "Well, I wonder who stole the, the alcohol, alcohol." Right? Exactly. And sure enough, ten minutes later, he's drunk in the freaking kitchen, kitchen after like, well, hours. Just, like, cooking up, like, expensive meat. Yeah, this is when I do my best cooking. And she's like, you should be doing your best cooking on my clock. And I was like, yes, pop off. Your stupid clock. Yes. Yeah, he gets out of there. There's this, that scene when she's telling him to leave. Mm -hmm. Go, go. She just keeps saying, leave. And he doesn't leave. And I'm like, oh, no, he is a chef. He has a knife 
I'm worried. I know. Is this about to take a turn? And then he takes it to like, oh, there's no female chefs because of this. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, he's a, he's a. back it up. Yes. Horrible he's man. He's a uh, sexist pig. I was like, I hate the men in the show. One thing we didn't talk about, though, one man that I do like in this show is the baseball coach oh, of coach our trouble tie. I think some things are going to happen with him. I'll hold on to it. So we're gonna, gonna we're gonna I'm not gonna talk about that in, in theories. But he's like the only decent man, and the guy who's trying to be sous chef. Yeah, Whitley, I think his name is. He's Whitley. and chill. he said he yeah he this yeah Whitley Mr. Whitley or something like that. He is trying to take over tr- Brad. Trying to spot. take over the sous. Mm-hmm. But also he might have eyes for one Helen. Hey, I wrote that down too. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. Let's hold on. Let's hold on to theories. They're coming up. Why don't we talk about our likes and dislikes? Uh, you start. What, what was what was one thing you disliked? And I'll do one thing I disliked. Um, one thing I dislike is like the overacting mm-hmm. sense of it. Yeah. Um, it is a little hallmarky, which I I stay in a hallmark Christmas movie, but a little overacted for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I've already talked about the not believing some of the things they say as like, th- that's not something a real person would say any, at any given time. But there's one thing about the way, the way that they say people's first and last names. Yeah. I just makes me, makes me kind of annoyed. Like, um, I, I think when, when Helen is, is talking to, to Annie, when they're going out on like a little, little girl date and and annie brings up oh you ran away to san francisco and she's like i didn't i you don't tell me that i i ran away with ryan whatever, whatever his last yeah. name is and i'm like why why do you have to say it like that why do you have to say his first and last name because annie wouldn't know otherwise i don't i don't know i think that's weird i think that's weird i wonder if they're trying to like really push the fact that everyone knows everybody so they'll say everyone's first and last name because when you don't know somebody mm. you don't know their last name that's a good point but you know who doesn't know any of these people us the audience true you're, you're right <laughs> that's a good that's a good point actually I, I like that as a reason just to show that you know everyone knows everything yes. about everyone exactly it's hmm. a good point uh another thing you didn't like uh, if there is anything another thing i didn't like i don't know angsty teens always piss me off mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, that's um, as fair. many as even though the coming of age films are my favorite movie genre i don't usually like the ones with the really really outwardly overacted angstiness yeah of it um and i really have the curveball of jamie lynn spears is also like an <laughs> angsty right right angsty pregnant adult adult question mark barely <laughs> Not really sure. I don't know on how old her she age. Is. I wrote down like what is the age gap between um, the children and her? Because well, I imagine said... in my head she's like twenty-two or something. Oh, I don't know about that young. But they do say they do say there's a she's comment that she's closer in age to the mm-hmm. kids than the dude. Right. So. Freaking yeah, Bill. I think that that's the other thing that like stands out to me. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. A good read um yeah I, I, there are just some characters i don't like i mean mm-hmm. 
I don't like Brad, and I think Ty is annoying. I think Ty, he's this this pitcher who has a ton of talent, but every time he's on screen, he's just like, I'm yeah. so annoyed. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah, I was just like, meh, not about it. Anyway, uh, things you liked? I like the idea of a show that has three women who are best friends, and I mm. think that the way, the things that they do, like the, there's an, a margarita night, and I yes. think, and there was like the one, um, I, I forget if it's Dana Sue or Helen, that says like, we there's no problem we can't solve if like the three of us sit down and talk about it and to me mm-hmm. i found it like super relatable as someone who has a lot of like female close friends i related to it and kind of just like the relationship that they have i thought it was something that like not that it's not necessarily seen on screen as much but it's like very simple relationship like you have these three people they're back each other and I love female friendships and the way that they can grow and the way that they know each other. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, I thought the I thought the town was cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it reminded me of a little town that that Kristen and I visited when we were uh, on our road trip up north. Okay, a little town in New Hampshire. Uh, called Keen. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could just, you see it when, when the characters are outside, like, just a little flow of cars around a loop. Exactly. And, like, that's the whole thing. You're seeing, you feel like you see the it's whole like town. It's like Stars Hollow. Mm-hmm. I don't, is that Gilmore Girls? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, Stars Hollow. <laughs> cool. No, I also mentioned the, um, I also wrote down the styling of both the set and the clothing because I'm someone who pays attention to that um I thought it was like super accurate like they weren't like overdressed I think that like Mm. their church outfits were like southern but they weren't like Mm -hmm. overly southern yeah everybody be dressing though yes they're like dressed nice but not like too nice like she's in the kitchen making chicken parm (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is weird um and she's in like ripped jeans and a shirt it's not right. like she's wearing like slacks or something like that and like uh-huh. helen's always in like her power clothes and you have dana who's always dana sue who's always in like her chef gear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not like too much like she's not in like a white coat chef gear she's in like a black chill one and like like she, like it's just like i loved the clothing choices um and like the way that the houses are styled is like totally my vibe. I gotcha. So, that was one thing I did write down. Okay. Yeah. No. I. 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 I definitely. It definitely made me want to dress up, which I know in in these times we're not frequently dressing up mm-hmm. and going out anywhere. But this this made you long for like, oh, a stroll around a a, a quiet town. like yeah. yeah yeah like a like a main street type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Helen rocks. That's the only other thing I. Have I to did say. write my my final note is Helen's mm-hmm. the coolest. Helen's the goat, and hopefully she can be have a kid. Mother. How old is yeah. she? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I thought we don't know she, the I thought age she was of these people. 
but you assume they're all supposed to be the same age. These three right. women. Right. But I it, see Helen as older. Right. And, and the thing is, Maddie has like a junior in high school. Exactly. So I was so and Helen, like he and like when she's talking to her doctor friend, Helen, um, at playing tennis, mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, well you're almost that age. And mm-hmm. like as a woman, like they talk about like thirty as that age for kids. But 30? I think he's talking about forty, if I had to yeah, guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like thirties, like usually the popular age they talk about on TV. But nowadays, that's not even too oh, old. Oh, the popular to age. Like about okay. like oh, you're getting too old as soon as you turn uh, okay, thirty I, I, to I have got children. You. I got you. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So, I'm not a thirty-year-old woman. I did write. Oh shit! Helen wants a baby. Yeah, and that and that's just something they just throw in there. Throw that salt and that spice. They in just there keep at the doing that. The they do that with all of these plot lines. It's, it's weird. It's almost like there's too many plot lines. Yeah, and they talk about like um, during the divorce meeting that they open up on, that that Maddie wants the house, and then all of a sudden you just see the husband walk in, the ex-husband walk in. He's mm-hmm. like, "You can have the house." <laughs> and I was we'll like, "Oh, okay." Out. And I was like, "So I wrote like, oh, she's gonna take the house, but she'll destroy everything in it." Mm. Well, she doesn't have to destroy it anymore because it's her house for her and the kids. She'll redo it all. Maybe, maybe. Well, why don't we? Why don't we take a moment mm-hmm. uh, and we'll transition into uh, our next segment where we'll talk about some theories of your game. Yep. Alrighty. All right. Now here is the part of the podcast where. Uh, we like to talk about what we believe is going to happen later on in the season, maybe the next episode, or maybe in the season finale, maybe down the road a couple seasons from now, series finale, like what's going to happen here? Emily, we've already hinted at a couple things that we believe that are going on, but why don't you address some of your bigger theories? You got any big time wow factors? Um, I think that the coach, previous professional baseball player and heartthrob, um, <laughs> he's super attractive, and Maddie will get together, but I think that that is going to piss Ty off. Ooh. And it may cause him to quit baseball, but only for oh. maybe half an episode. <laughs> and then he'll be back on the mound. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that the um, Bill and Noreen plot line mm-hmm. is going to evolve. And I think that Noreen may call Bill out on his bullshit. Ooh. Which I would love to see because I really cannot stand him. But I don't think that Jamie Lynn Spears, i.e. Noreen, I really feel the need to call her Jamie Lynn Spears, mm-hmm. um, that she, it's going to take a while, and I think she could become influenced by the other women of the town, and not, like, Ooh. the good ones. Not the Helen, oh. Maddie, Dana Sue, but the mayor's wife and all of them. Even though there's mm. tea around her, and it's, like, so controversial that she's pregnant, and all the cheating and all of Mm-hmm. All of that. Um, and then I also am excited to see and hope to see the Helen, sous chef, baby a plot happen. Um, I know, it, I, I'm happy that you picked up on it because I didn't know if it was like 
mm-hmm. really a thing, or it was just like they were talking about the food. So it could <laughs> just really them being talking about pot pie. But the way that he looked at her and the way she looked at him, I thought it would be something cute. Yeah. And then I'm also, I think I have uh-huh. some theories about something that's going to blow up between the three kids, as in Ooh. Tyler, Annie, and Kyle, um, with some romance factor in there. Maybe Ty gets a girlfriend and Annie's upset about it, or Annie can't hang out with them anymore because she starts to see the town is good and Ty can't see that. And then mm-hmm. Kyle's just chilling because he's great. And so happy <laughs> yeah. and cute, and I love him. Yeah. Got it. Okay, well, here I, I will echo your point that, yes, Maddie and the baseball coach mm-hmm. going to do it. I feel like that's a guarantee. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, lock, the lock of the century. But that it, it's a good point that you bring up that it's going to affect Ty because he's going to be like, Oh, well, his dad, his dad is all his dad talks about. The only time that we see Bill and and Tyler talking is about is baseball, about baseball. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and and when we see Ty actually pitching, the coach is like, give him a, you're, you got to or the one coach tells they don't coach Maddox, yeah. uh, you got to give the kid a give the kid a, a break like he's dealing with a lot in his head and he has no idea um, what's going on right coach maddox doesn't know yeah. but he's going to know because he's going to be nosy and he's going to go talk to maddie and then him and maddie are going to be alone in a room and then the rest Boom. will be history um but i i i like the point that it's going to make ty want to go away from baseball even for half an episode mm-hmm. i think there's only two scenario as i see for tyler if this is a if this is a long if this show goes on for a while tyler's either going to at one point or or another break his arm and never get to play baseball again or he's going to be going to the majors (laughs) they said they mentioned he's going to go to the hall of fame they but then you watch him in high school and then he's shit at pitching <laughs> Big overreaction, so. as far as as this, but they keep echoing this kid's got talent. So I don't know, but I that's that's the only path I see for Ty. I don't really buy in personally to the the love triangle between the the three kids, but the more I think about it, with Kyle's character, uh-huh. the fact that they they mention multiple times that he's playing puck. Could he be gay? In, I I don't know. I didn't Southern I didn't it would think be a that. it would be a I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. But I, what I was going to say is as as Puck he he explains to Jamie Lynn Spears <laughs> who has no idea what a play is. <laughs> n- doesn't know about Midsummer Night's Dream. He says Puck's job in because it's a comedy, mm-hmm. which is Shakespearean comedy is like everybody's together but they're with the wrong person and they have to ultimately make them uh get married or get together with the right person so i think that kyle could be a literal glue puck got it character in this situation he's going to he could patch up the relationship between noreen and bill and the relationship between bill and maddie not that they're going to get back together but He's just going to be like, yeah, yeah, like a glue, like a glue guy. Yeah. I think is a good way to put it. I would it. love for that to see them tackle an LGBTQ issue. 
as that would a be interesting. town, I think that that would be something great. Yeah, I mean, Net- Netflix is known for Netflix it. is okay about that. Yeah. yeah, pretty good about it generally. They do stereotype, um, but that's true, which is why I think it could happen. It would be cool. I, I would I would admit. Um, the only other theory that I would like to address, I, I let's talk about this Brad plot line a Ugh. little bit more. I don't like, want to. Is is he going to make death threats? I think so. I think there's a there's a possibility that once they start to work on this spa thing, mm-hmm. um, he tries to sabotage it. Vandalize. Vandalize or I don't know. Threaten blackmail. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this we're all assuming it's him. I think very well. I mean, if it was a really good plot, if it was less hallmarky of mm-hmm. the show. I think that they could make you think it was Brad the whole time and it not be him. It's somebody different, right? The ex, the hus- ex-husband or whatever, because we don't really know what happened to Dana right, Sue's That's a good point. significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't necessarily say, like, oh, they got divorced or, oh, he died or mm-hmm. whatever happened with him. So, like, in a, an ideal plot, I think for me, would be that you think it's Brad the whole time and then you find out that it's not and Brad's just been gone but I think for this show and the vibe that I'm getting, it will be Brad that is yeah. in the parking lot. Um, terrifying. As a woman, I could see how scary that would be. Yeah. Um, which is an issue that I think that they should tackle. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> in a sense, because it's like small town America and you don't think that things like that happen. But they happen mm-hmm. all the time. So... I'd love for yeah. Dana Sue to be like, F you. Like, I'm not letting you make me scared of doing things like that. But I think that Brad's, mm-hmm. the issues with Brad will continue. Um, I hope not, but I think that they will. I think they'll have something to do with the spa as soon as he gets wind of the spa that they're creating and whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good point. I... I- I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna go down, but it's definitely not gonna get better before it gets worse. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Something's gotta happen. I don't think anyone's gonna like get held hostage or kidnapped or no, no, ransom no. or anything crazy like that. Um, <laughs> it's not criminal minds. Imagine if. Um, but I think things will go down. Some petty things, maybe some things stolen or missing. Mm-hmm. Or a very mm-hmm. classic. Hallmark of a tea garden mystery. <laughs> right, I think that's a, I think that's a great, great way to to sum it up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any more thoughts on on things that you think might happen before we uh, make our final verdicts on the show? Um, I don't, I don't think pickle jar, like I think pickle jar will be something that continues throughout the season, oh, but yeah. I don't see it as a series long issue. If oh, this were to continue, like if there it are more seasons, um, I see it as kind of like the hardware store man is going to try and want to sell, but Helen will talk him out of it, but then they might get this really great deal. Mm. But then the town will come together and be like, we love our town. Don't ruin it with a pickle jar. You don't think pickle jar is going to try to like buy up the, the soon to be spa? Uh, I think they'll try and make. I think they'll try and do everything, but I think that in the end, oh my gosh, I can hear Murphy howling. 
I hope you guys can hear it. It's great. Um, but I think that pickle jar, like, I think it'll just be something that's a continual issue. That's fair. But that it won't be successful. I don't think. Then this, the show would be over. They were, right. you know, the show right. would be over. So. I don't know. It's just, get, yeah, it's definitely got the, the makings of a nice, like, B or C plot in the background that's like, oh, our people, our, our town is so so stressed out about it. Let's bring them into the spa and give them massages to make them feel better about the fact that this overbearing Corporate company giant is trying to pickle take jar. Over. Why is it called pickle jar? It's so dumb. Why is it called pickle jar? I don't know. Guess must be a southern thing, I guess. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think I think there's a lot on the table because there are so many plot lines. Yes. So totally. it's understandable that there are a lot of things that we could be thinking about. But who knows? Small town, some of these plot lines might be wrapped up in the next episode, if we're being honest. Very true. What do we think about Helen pregnancy? Um, certainly a long term. If I had my wits about me, it'll probably be... The fact that they brought up her age, there'll probably be some complications. Some infertility struggles. Yeah, yeah. I kind She'll of be trying and waiting. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be cool. That'd be oh, cool. Yeah, I'd be down for that. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, why don't we take this opportunity and uh, move on into our final segment? All right. Okay, so here we are at the port, the point of the podcast where. We decide whether or not we believe this show is clear for takeoff, as in it will see itself to fruition uh, over as many seasons as it desires, as the writers are intending, i.e. closes in an appropriate manner, or uh, it will become a crash landing, Mm -hmm. a show that gets canceled before it makes it to its final destination. Emily, what do you think about Sweet Magnolias? Um, I think I'm a little in between clear for takeoff and crash landing so like some turbulence okay possibly i I see it this as probably like a two or three season show Mm. um there's this show that i forgot to mention called heart of dixie that was oh right and it totally has vibes like that and that had a few seasons and then they kind of wrapped it up Mm -hmm. and sent it on its way um i did read up that it was why the season one of this show was wildly popular really Um, there's nothing online like i read an article from like two days ago about because i was searching up whether this had a season two like already scheduled or what the deal is but miss rona Mm -hmm. (laughs) miss rona Rona might affect that will affect that probably um so i apparently the people loved it i could see it as like a perfect middle-aged woman Mm. show that they're sitting watching at home um and i think that quarantine has helped a lot of shows pass um a test of season one because people are sitting in front of their tvs more right so the why i don't so like they say that season two is likely to happen but netflix hasn't come out and said that it will happen which they tend to do pretty quickly with their popular Mm -hmm. shows so it's only been it's only been a month it's been literally out for a month yeah i think i think i can see another two seasons max if i had Mm. to guess that's fair that's fair um i it's really it really is tough to 
to say how the coronavirus is really going to affect all these things because I I am I don't know I'm not in production I'm not in television mm-hmm. I'm not a writer I'm not involved in any way but if the season gets or if the show gets approved for a second season but they just like can't put together the time or the money or you know some of the actors leave or like even though it's it's approved it it, it might not necessarily do it I, I I'm sort of I'm sort of on the fence as well. Um, it is certainly not my show. I, I have zero percent intention <laughs> of watching any more of this show. Um, but it's got the 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, it's got Jamie Lynn Spears. I, I think. True. I think you got you got all the star power you need there. Well, I also think that Maddie. I've seen Maddie and Dana Sue. In other yeah, I th- things. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so they kind of bring some weight to the table. I I, I don't know. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think that it's that sort of popcorny TV mm. that makes me that makes me and, and and because I don't you know like this genre too much mm-hmm. it makes me want to say that it's crash landing but I, I feel like it's a clear for takeoff i i feel like even though i'm not looking for it it's this type of show exists on very much uh, on netflix yeah um the cheesy romance that that gives you gives you stuff to people to stand and and relationships to get to, attached to <laughs> exactly um and and a and if it fits the the Gilmore Girl mold mm-hmm. to any degree, um, then it could have some success. I don't believe it. It's going to be a very long show. I, I don't. I just don't have a, a feeling. Yeah. No. I. I, agree. I think. I think like it could be a two season done. But yeah. I, I just. I I I can't find it in my heart to say that it's not gonna have another going season. to have another season exactly. I agree. So. I'll say clear for takeoff. I uh, reserved clear for takeoff, but a clear for takeoff nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So that sort of sums up the show as a whole. But do you have any um, any final thoughts on uh, Sweet Magnolias? Um, Any final thoughts? I think I'll probably watch a few more episodes if I get bored. Um, okay. Just because I'm watching Shameless right now. And once that's once I'm caught up with Shameless, I think I'll need some lighthearted things to put in the background. I don't think I'll like fully commit to sp- giving all my undivided attention to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I think I'll just watch it for Helen's character. I think that she is Fair. a cool badass, and I really good reason. I think she's great, and I would love to see her develop and continue to develop. But I think I'll get annoyed with the angsty teens and end up turning it off. Mm. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. See how much they emphasize those yes, those teens. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, like I said, I've already put I've already put my my cap on the show. I will not be watching another episode. But hey, if I see it on the front page of Netflix, like it already is still chilling there. Yep. If it falls into the top ten again, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should watch Gilmore Girls, and then I'd have a better appreciation for it. You should, because you know. You got some stands in your life. In your life. In well, your life. Well, 
that seems like a good enough reason to me. Mm-hmm. We'll see. If Kristen turns it on, then I'm game. But I'll I, be texting I'm not gonna, her. I'm not going to be going to it. Uh huh. Anyway, why don't we? Uh, why don't we make a motion to uh, close out this show? Well, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. M, thank you for hopping on with me today. Yes, thanks for having me on the first episode of Season 2, question mark, Pilot's yes, Guide. Yes, this is Pilot's Guide Season 2. Yeah, 51. The grittier Pilot's Guide. Episode 51, I'm super honored. Two episodes yes. in a row, you get to hear my voice. True, Everybody, true. I hope that you enjoy it. <laughs> a big old flex. Why? Why don't you? Why don't you got anything to plug? Why don't you plug? Um, I feel free to follow me on Twitter at Emily underscore P underscore Barber. I make some cool logos. I made a logo for um, the other Pilot's Guide host. That's pretty great, Sean. Um, his Delco dot finds on Instagram. Feel free to Ooh. check them out for clothing um, solutions. For your clothing solutions and some dope, dope sweatshirts. I got one from him last week. Um, super cute. And I got two stickers with my own logo on it. Wow. Which is pretty cool. So I make logos. And I also paint pong tables and coolers. Um, <laughs> if you want one of those, <laughs> I'm Ooh. not selling them, but I could sell them. So, yeah. Absolutely. Find me no, she- on Twitter. Feel free to send me your hot takes on Gilmore Girls. I'll probably disagree. (laughs) She'll probably disagree. Yeah. I think that's all I usually plug. Um, Cool. Yeah, I'll be a senior in college, so I'll have some spare time when I don't get a job because of Miss Rona. Oh, Miss Miss Rona. My currently unemployed life. Oh, I also sell um, friendship bracelets right now. Oh, yeah. $7 a piece. Making a headband. Wants a friendship bracelet. I'll mail them to you. The, hey, it's those cool ones. Those like the the ones that you the twist ones. together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like a simple braid. They're pretty no. cool. They're they're elegant. They kind of look like rainbows. So, <laughs> kind of look like rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. Pilot's Guide. Uh, you can connect with the show at Pilot's Guide Pod uh, on Twitter. Or send us an email, pilotsguidepod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, we uh, would appreciate it if you went to Apple Podcasts and dropped us a five-star rating and review. Tell us how much you love the show. Uh, if you listen to it on any other podcatcher that can do reviews, drop us a five-star there. We would greatly appreciate it. We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in the next 50 episodes of Pilot's Guide as we enter into Season 2. Maybe we'll be changing up some stuff. Maybe you'll see a new logo someday. Ooh, or I could work on Or a that. new... She could. I could. Or a new theme song. We might get up. Or you might even be listening to it right now. I, I, I haven't decided as I'm recording this whether or not it's going to be the new theme song. We'll see. But anyway, we appreciate you again, as mm-hmm. always, for listening. Uh, next week... I will be talking with Sean about the Netflix original show Outer Banks. Oh, I already watched all of that, so... She's already watched it. Watched it all. Uh, Sean has been patiently waiting for me, and we will be uh, talking about it then. Oh. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait to hear about your opinions on JJ and John B. John B., that's John me. John B., that's you. That's you. Could, I hope. I mean, I hope he's cool. I don't know. Don't tell me anything else. <laughs> I won't else. say anything. But, um... 
Yeah, and then down the road after that, maybe another Doki Doki. So keep your ears peeled and uh, keep checking out Pilot's Guide. And if you haven't listened to the first 50 episodes, you got plenty of, of uh, stuff to listen to. Yeah. If you're just trying to find a new show, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, to bring you the broader uh, streaming service catalog so you don't have to watch every single show and figure out whether or not you believe it's good. Just take the humble opinion of a 24-year-old dude who doesn't necessarily know anything. Yeah, that works for me. Anyway, uh, Em, thanks again for hopping on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I say hi to all my friends who may be listening to this episode. Yes, shout out Jackie, shout (laughs) out Alex, (laughs) shout out Emma. Yes. Go Hens, at Jimmy. Jimmy. We got all these people. Yes, we we stand. Roll J's, baby. We stand the kings and queens. Yes. But anyway, Em, I'll, I'll have you on soon again to talk about another show. Awesome. Um, if something jumps out at you, let me know, and we'll get you on here, okay? Yeah. Let's break this plane down. Uh, as we say in the biz, in the pilot's guide lingo, now is the time where you may feel free to roam the cabin. Yes, it's that time. Uh, thank you again. Uh, We'll be back next week for more Pilot's Guide. Bye. Season two. Woo. See ya.